Body Found in Subway The body of an unidentified man was found on the 8th Avenue Express track at the 34th Street station at noon yesterday. Though platforms were filled with waiting passengers, none saw anyone leap from the platform. A transit police spokesman stated that identification would be difficult as the victim's head was crushed and the hands mangled. New York Post, April 7, 1984 March 15, 1986 The air screamed. It shrieked as if something torn, split apart, buffeted by irresistible forces. The wind blew dust and soot and debris left by thousands up into Rag's eyes, making them sting, so that he had to close them. Mother, he swore softly. Oh, Mother Train! The Eighth Avenue local came to a stop with a harsh hissing of brakes, and the small hurricane subsided, leaving the air chill, foul, and oppressive. The doors opened with a grating rattle, freeing several dozen passengers who scurried onto the platform and toward the stairs, eager to be above again, out of the tunnels. Regs waited until the human flood had ceased, then boarded the car and sat in the corner. A young girl reading a paperback book sat across from him. Beneath her light jacket she was wearing a white uniform. Rags eyed her white stockings, white heavy shoes. "'You a nurse?' he asked, as the door slammed shut. She looked up a second, then back down at her book. Rags read the author's name, but didn't recognize it. He patted his right ribcage to make sure his own books were still there. "'Nurses good people,' he observed. The girl licked her lips and kept her eyes on her book. "'My sister was a nurse.' The girl closed her book gently, got up, and started to walk down the length of the car. At that moment, the train lurched forward, making her stumble. Her book fell onto the green tile floor. Rags lumbered to his feet, and with a grace born of many years in a wheeled and moving home, snatched up the volume and held it out to the girl, who blanched, took it, and moved as quickly as she dared to the door at the end of the car, through which he disappeared. Rags sighed and maneuvered himself back to his seat. The girl was gone, and he could now see his reflection in the window across from him. He didn't like to see his reflection. That, and the fact that he liked people, was why he tried to sit across from them whenever he could. Most times, though, he couldn't. At night, for example. Of course, it was always night in the tunnels. Always night, if you were a rider. Always blackness outside, so you could see yourself against it, part of it, part of the blackness. Black man, said Rags, eyeing himself scornfully. Poor old black fool. An Orthodox Jew in the middle of the car looked up at Rags' words. Rags felt the eyes on him and turned. The Jew wrinkled his nose as though he smelled something bad, and Rags wondered if he had gone to the bathroom in his pants. He wiggled his backside against the hard seat but felt nothing objectionable. He was glad of that. He had done that only twice before, and they had thrown him off the train both times. Now he breathed deeply, trying to smell himself. It was sour, of course it was. What else could you expect when you wore so many clothes? But he couldn't part with them. All those reds and golds and greens and bright sunflower yellows wrapped around him like mummy cloth, on his arms and legs and around his waist, his wrinkled black waist that he hadn't seen for, oh, sweet Jesus, it seemed like months. He sniffed again and reminded himself to wash soon. The motion of the train rocked him to sleep, and when he opened his eyes again, the old Jew was gone, and Rags was alone in the car. 
He tried to remember how many stops the train had made while he dozed and thought it was seven, which meant that 135th Street should be next. But then he felt a jolt and knew he must have counted wrong. That was the bad piece of track between 116th and 125th. He must have dreamed an extra stop. Now the train slowed, and Rags reminded himself to stay awake. He couldn't afford to sleep past the 168th Street station. There was an alcove he'd discovered there that the transit cops hardly ever checked. If he got off there, he'd be fine, but if he didn't, he'd be stuck in Washington Heights without a token to get back downtown and little chance of finding one. He hardly ever found them at the Washington Heights station. Bastards must all have cast-iron pockets.